0: Messiah, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Shalom, we're soon entering a great season for praising and worshiping the Lord. It's during his Moedim, his appointed times. Let's begin with prayer. Avinu Malkenu, Lord, you are our King. You are our Lord. We love you. We praise you. And we honor you. And we thank you for the season we're about to enter. Lord, these appointed times with you are special, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that you have called us to them. We thank you, Lord, that we are uh, going to. Certainly honor you with them. And Lord, we pray that this will be a time where we meet you in a special way. So, Father, we give you all the praise and honor and glory. We thank you for this program. We pray that it'll be anointed and that people will truly receive what you want them to have. We bless you. We praise you. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. And Amen. Before we get started today, let me mention your financial support would bless us as our finances for this radio program depend on your generosity. And you can hear all the messages, past messages, on heartofmessiah.org. And if you would like to attend uh, our Passover, uh, our congregational Passover, it will be Sunday at 4 uh, P.M. Sunday, the 17th of April, which is also Easter Sunday, by the way. Um, go to our website. It's at David S H O R E S H, David.org. Register there. Uh, it's $30 for adults, $10 for children. The tickets are going fast. We only have room for 250 people, so I'd advise you to register today if you would like to go. We're having it at the Tampa Garden Club, a beautiful um, view of, of uh, Bayshore. And so uh, it'll, it'll be a wonderful time. It's a full meal. It's uh, celebrating the Passover together. We're going to have music and fellowship and, and dancing before the Lord. It's going to be a wonderful time. We'd love for you to attend with us. Bring friends, um, bring your Jewish friends, certainly. But uh, we, that would be great. So please join us, and uh, we'd love to see you. Consider also sending a gift to help the Messianic community in Ukraine. Go again to org, click on Contributions, go down to where you see the Ukraine box. It's easy. So far, we've sent $30,000. Uh, with your help, I'd love to send fifty thousand. If it's easier for you, just call our office at eight one three eight three one five six seven three. And certainly, if you have any questions, call our office or email me at rabbi at messiah dot org. Hey, Friday night, the fifteenth of April—that's when Passover begins. So if you would like me to send you a Haggadah, which is the booklet that helps you celebrate it, uh, call Karen. And I should be finished with the counting of the Omer booklet, which is a 50-day devotional that you use between Passover and Shavuot. And I'll explain it a little bit in in today's teaching. And so uh, they're each $3.00. Uh, But look, if you don't have the money, we'll just send it to you. Uh, We just want you to have this. uh, If you want to give us a a gift, that's fine as well. Um, Now, first, I'd like to wish you a happy new year. Yeah, yesterday was the new year, and you didn't celebrate. Oh, my goodness. Don't be confused now. Exodus 12 verse 2 says this, this month will mark the beginning of months for you. It is to be the first month of the year for you. This is talking about the month that contains Passover is the first month. So happy new year. Yesterday, Saturday, April 2nd was the first of Nisan, which is the biblical new year. So you can go around still saying Happy New Year. You can make more resolutions if you'd like. Now, did, did, were you supposed to uh, celebrate this holiday uh, biblically? No. Uh, God doesn't ask us to do it, so don't worry. You're off the hook, right? <laughs> are you prepared for the spring feasts of the Lord? In Scripture, they're called Moedim. These are appointed times. That's what it means. And God said that there would be times of the year that would be specific appointments with Him. Is that a good reason why we should celebrate them? Mm -hmm. Possibly. We get tremendous insight about Yeshua in each one of these feasts. Is that a good reason why we should celebrate them? Many things that are thought of today as Christian traditions came from these appointed times, like the Lord's Supper or Communion coming from Passover. Is that a good reason why we should celebrate them? God said that we should celebrate appointed these appointed times forever. Is that a good reason why we should celebrate them? I sure hope so. <laughs> I think it is. Let's talk today about the Spring Feast. Would you turn in your Bibles to Leviticus 23? Moedim, appointed place or appointed time, a meeting, to set up a meeting. That's what the definition is of Moedim. And all of the Moedims are appointments or meetings with God. Most people would call them holidays or holy days. All God's appointed times deal with Yeshua. They reflect what has happened, or what is going to happen. The spring appointed times have been fulfilled already. The fall appointed times are yet to be fulfilled. Let's begin with the appointed time that begins in Leviticus 23. And honestly, it's a weekly appointed time. It's called Shabbat. Our first appointed time we celebrate from Leviticus 23 is the Sabbath. So it's pretty easy to remember when it is. It comes up every Saturday. Leviticus twenty-three one. Then Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to B'nai Yisrael and tell them, These are the appointed Moedim of Adonai, which you are to proclaim to be holy convocations, my Moedim, my appointed time. Work may be done for six days, but on the seventh day is a Shabbat of solemn rest, a holy convocation. You are to do no work. It is a Shabbat or a Sabbath to Adonai in all your dwellings. Notice these are not Jewish holy days, but appointed times for everybody who follows the Lord, who follows Scripture. Next. After the talking of Shabbat in Leviticus 23, uh, we go to Passover and the Feast of Matzot, or the Feast of Unleavened Bread. As it is mentioned, uh, if you're going to celebrate Passover this year, it begins on Friday night, April 15th. And it says in verse 4 of Leviticus 23, these are the appointed feasts of Adonai. Holy convocations, which you are to proclaim in their appointed season. Verse 5 During the first month of the 14th day of the month in the evening is Adonai's Passover. So notice, here it says it again. It's the first month of the year. Now, Passover is celebrated on the 14th day. Okay. Again, we. See confirmation that biblically this is the first month of the year. On the 15th day of the same month is the Feast of Matzot to Adonai. For seven days you are to eat matzah. Most Jews have put their two appointed times, these two appointed times, into one, and we call it Passover. So Passover is a reminder of God's deliverance from slavery To salvation. And you can look at it as redemption from Egypt. And Egypt in scripture often symbolizes sin. So redemption from Egypt and journeying to the promised land, representing God's will. Right? Feast of unleavened bread, Leviticus 23, 6. So this is bread without yeast. It will not rise or get puffed up and it symbolizes being free of sin and that should tell us something right if you're not puffed up you're probably free of sin or to some extent right yeshua is that unleavened bread he is the bread of life who had no sin he cleanses us from all sin because he is the sinless lamb of god the final sacrifice in john 129 Uh, The next day, John sees Yeshua coming to him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That is referring to Passover, the Passover Lamb. He is describing from his understanding of his Jewishness uh, who Yeshua is. All right? Isn't that helpful? The Passover Seder is when we come together as a family and friends to revisit the story of Exodus, the most prominent, the most important Passover seder, was the one Yeshua celebrated with his Talmudim, with his disciples. Right, these their seder on on the night prior to his crucifixion included eating the lamb, Luke twenty two eight, bitter herbs, Matthew twenty six twenty three, and the washing. John thirteen one through fifteen and matzah, the unleavened bread, Matthew twenty-six twenty six. Here we learn about the Lord's Supper, communion. Yeshua celebrated this appointed time, which demonstrated to his disciples how important it was even though he was about to be crucified, he gave us a sense about how it should be celebrated. We'll talk much more about Passover next week. Leviticus 23 9. Now Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to B'nai Yisrael and tell them, When you come into the land which I give you and reap its harvest, then you are to bring the Omer of the first fruits of your harvest to the Kohen, to the priest. And then. After that is Yom Habikurim, the Feast of the First Fruits, Leviticus twenty-three nine. Now most Jewish people do not celebrate this appointed time. In fact, most Jewish people have never heard of it. But uh, it's a reminder of God's resurrection power, because we see in First Corinthians fifteen twenty. But now Messiah has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death Came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also comes through a man. For as in Adam all die, so also in Messiah will all be made alive, but each in its own order Messiah, the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Messiah. So people ask me, Do you celebrate Easter? The more important question is, Do we as Messianic Jews celebrate the resurrection of Yeshua? And the answer is absolutely yes. And we celebrate it during Yom Habi Kurim. Now next, in Leviticus 23, we have the counting of the Omer. Another, in a sense, it's not really an appointed time. It's just something that we're commanded to do. But, But again, Jewish people don't know much about this at all. Leviticus 23.15, then you are to count from the morrow after the Shabbat, from the day that you brought the Omer of the Wave offering, seven complete Shabbatot, or seven Sabbaths, until the morrow after the seventh Sabbath, you are to count 50 days, and then present a new grain offering to Adonai. So, when I told you earlier about my book, Uh, My booklet that I'd like to send to you about Counting the Omer, which is a daily devotional, that's what this is based on. According to the Hebrew lunar calendar, each day begins in the evening at sundown. So, Counting the Omer can begin on Saturday evening, April 16th, or during any part of Sunday, April 17th. I don't think it matters to God whether we count in the evening or the morning. Of the next day, however, I do believe it matters to God that we count. He tells us to count 50 days, and that's why I do it, right? Each day we count, we're reminded of a link. And this link is between Passover, which commemorates the Exodus and God's deliverance for Israel, and the link between that and Shavuot, which is, you might know, as Pentecost and it's the feast of weeks which commemorates two things now listen if you haven't heard this before the giving of the torah the the law the first five books of the Mos- of moses or the bible and secondly many hundreds of years later god's ruach in the book of acts the ruach on the same day god gives us the law and the Word, the Torah, and he gives us the Spirit of God. Pretty amazing, right? So you get that, right? We receive the Law and the Spirit the same day. You know, it reminds us that the redemption from slavery was not complete until we received God's instructive Word. It also reminds us that without God's Spirit, we don't have the ability to understand his word, nor the strength to keep it or apply it to our lives. A further reminder is that it is we are waiting upon the Lord and know that God is using this time for our growth. It's why I write Accounting of the Omer booklet for our growth. God took us from bondage to freedom And this is his will that each year we take that journey from the bondage of sin to the freedom in receiving his atonement so we can enter his promised land. This is a great reminder of his love, his grace, and his mercy. And that's why I love counting the Omer each day. And I'd love to send you that booklet. I really would. So just call Karen or email me or, or whatever. So Shavuot is the Feast of Weeks, and as I said in verse uh, Leviticus uh, twenty three sixteen, it says, "Until the morrow after the seventh Shabbat, you are to count fifty days, and then present a new grain offering to Adonai." That new grain offering is is Shavuot. Leviticus twenty three twenty one, you are to make a proclamation on the same day that there is to be a holy convocation, and you shall do no regular work. This is a statute forever, in all your dwellings, throughout your generations. Wow. Shavuot, Feast of Weeks. It's a reminder that God gives us his commandments in Exodus 20. It's a reminder that God gives us the power of his Spirit in Acts 2. We are to keep this holy day no matter where we live and do this forever. And you know my question, I love to ask it, how long is forever? I'll let you interpret. I don't want to tell you something that is an opinion. You interpret Scripture. How long is forever? Okay. This seems quite clear. So why doesn't the church do this? Let's look for some answers through history. You know, in 325, Constantine, uh, the Roman Empire, uh, had the Council of Nicaea, and there they unanimously ruled that Easter should be celebrated on the first Sunday after the full moon. So if the full moon should occur on a Sunday and coincide with Passover, Easter should be celebrated on the Sunday after So Easter and Passover wouldn't be at the same time because the idea was to separate Easter and Passover so nobody would confuse the two. And I believe this was an example of the anti-Semitic understanding that Constantine had at this time. He wanted to separate Easter from anything that seemed Jewish. This should also explain why the Church historically doesn't celebrate Passover or any other Holy Day, because at this time in history, the Church, in a sense, severed itself from the Hebrew roots that were obvious until that time. So, should Christians celebrate the appointed times in Leviticus 23? Well. Let me answer it by reading Colossians 2.16. Therefore, do not let anyone pass judgment on you in matters of food or drink or in respect to a festival or a new moon or a Shabbat. These are a foreshadowing of things to come, but the reality is Messiah. So, from that verse and a few others, you can celebrate it. You don't have to. But let me ask you, why not? Yeshua celebrated the feast. Paul celebrated the feast, and they are scriptural appointed times that God said to keep forever. It is not in the church tradition. I get that. So you decide, what is God saying to your heart? And Romans 14.4 says, Who are you to judge another servant before his own master he stands or falls? Yet he shall stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day over another. While another judges every day alike, let each be fully convinced in his own mind. And that's what I'm saying to you be fully convinced in your own mind. The one who observes that day does so to the Lord. The one who eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And the one who abstains, abstains to the Lord, and he gives thanks to God. For none of us lives for himself, and none dies. For himself. You know, at this point, I'm gonna have to stop and and just continue on next week. I would just mention to you that you consider us for a financial gift, but more importantly, consider Ukraine. Uh go to our website and uh it's easy to contribute there by going to shoreshtv.org and you'll see when you hit contributions uh, there you go down to where it says Ukraine, you click on it, and you give there. Or you can call our office, 813-831-5673. I'd love to send $50,000 to the Ukraine. We've already uh, sent 30000 so I'm, I'm excited about that. As I mentioned to you, Friday, April 15th, Passover begins. If you want a Haggadah to uh, give you uh, help with your journey, in, in this celebration, then please call our office. Uh, I'll be finished with the Omer uh, this next week, the booklet. Ask for that, too, at the same time, The counting the Omer. We'd love to send it to you. We're asking for a love gift. Uh, normally we say $3, but if you can't afford it, just call us anyway. We'll get it to you. So um, we love visitors. We love speaking in churches. If we can help you in any way, call our office, 813-831-5673. I pray that all of you will get excited about this season uh, that we are just entering in. And I pray that you will grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. And I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua, Messiah, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Oh,